ABC Radio Australia. Pacific Island leaders have announced that US President Joe Biden is likely to visit the region. The declaration from the Micronesian leaders seems to indicate Mr. Biden may attend the Pacific Island Forum's leaders summit in Cook Islands later this year to discuss the implications of this announcement. I'm joined now by Dr. Tarsisius Kabutalaka from the University of Hawaii. Good morning to you, Dr. Kabutalaka. Uh, Good morning, Priyanka, and thank you for having me. Um, A very interesting statement here that was released by the Micronesian leaders. Now, we haven't heard from the U.S. side of things yet, um, but there is this indication that Biden will visit the region. What do you make of that dynamic, that Micronesia got out ahead of the U.S., it seems? Well, the the actual wording in the... uh, communique that came out of the Micronesia President Summit was, and I quote, uh, Presidents welcome President Biden's plan uh, for the Leaders Summit in the Pacific Islands region. Uh, and it's not very clear where that summit will be held. Uh, it's also not clear whether it is with the Pacific Islands Forum meeting or will it be a stopover after the Quad Summit that is planned to take place in Sydney, Australia, in the middle of this year. So nothing is clear as yet. Uh, And as you said, uh, there is no announcement from the White House uh, on uh, on, on the planned visit to the Pacific. But it's interesting that the Micronesian leaders have chosen to make that statement um, and I think a couple of things. One is that, you know, it's coming out of uh, uh, the conclusion of the Compact Free Association negotiations with Palau, FSM, and the Marshall Islands. Uh, and who knows that in the discussions around the Compact renegotiation, perhaps these came up. Or perhaps it was something that came up in discussions with the Pacific Islands Forum, although we haven't heard anything from the Pacific Islands Forum as yet. Uh, And so it's not very clear where this is coming from, except that it's mentioned uh, in the document coming out from the Micronesian President Summit. Mm, yes, so there's still a lot unknown, a lot of questions. We just have that, I guess, one sentence from that um, communique, that document from the Micronesian Leaders Summit. But let's, let's, I guess, imagine that this plan does go ahead and the US President does visit the region. How significant would that be? It will be really, really significant uh, if President Biden comes to the Pacific Islands because this will be the first U.S. president to visit the Pacific Islands. Uh, And it'll be huge in terms of U.S. presence in the region. We know that the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, was in Fiji in 2014 and then again in Papua New Guinea in 2018 for the APEC meeting, uh, and at which he met Pacific Island leaders, or at least the countries that have diplomatic relations with China on the side. So if it is true that President Biden is coming to the Pacific Islands, this will be a huge thing uh, for the U.S. and also for the Pacific Islands. 
The other interesting thing is that if it were true, and the fact that the Micronesian leaders have chosen to make the announcement in their communique, then it also demonstrates, you know, the strength in the, the, strength in the relationship between the United States and particularly the Kofa countries mm-hmm. in the Micronesian region, and that is Palau, FSM, and the Marshall Islands. And as I said earlier on, it's coming off the renegotiation, the successful renegotiation of Kofa in these three countries. And so it's, it will be big for the U.S., big for the Pacific Islands, and I think huge in terms of Micronesian leadership at the multilateral level uh, in the region. Mm. Um, and now, uh, Dr. Kabutalaka, you mentioned that China's, um, you know, influence on the region, that its, um, its leader, Xi Jinping, has re- visited a few times already. What, how does that play into perhaps um, President Biden's desire to come to the U.S.? Do you think it's too far a stretch to say this is in a direct response to China's growing influence in the Pacific? I think a lot of the things that the U.S. is doing is in response to uh, China's growing influence in the region and attempts to counter it. Uh, and, and I must make very clear to our li- re- listeners that we um, as yet do not really know whether Biden will be coming. Mm. Uh, and if the decision is made, uh, then I think it is a response, perhaps not directly to Xi Jinping's uh, visit in 2014 and 2018, but more to ramp up U.S. presence in the region. And what better way to have presence than to have the president of the United States uh, in the region? And could we see actually something tangible come out of this? Or would this more be, I guess, the, the look of having the U.S., the sitting U.S. president be in the region? I mean, what, what would, if the planned visit does go ahead, um, what would U.S. want out of this meeting? And what would Pacific leaders also want out of um, the U.S. president being here? Well, I think it will be a continuation of the meeting that took place in September of last year in Washington, D.C. at the White House, and which culminated in the U.S.-Pacific Partnership. Uh, and I assume that any meeting between the U.S. president and Pacific Island leaders would be, will be a follow-up to that meeting. Uh, and, uh, you know, in that meeting, we've seen a three Uh, 11 points of declaration that were made uh, in September last year. And I would assume that, you know, subsequent meetings between the Pacific Island leaders and the U.S. president will look at ways of making those points materialize. It's a challenge for the U.S. because it is making a lot of promises uh, however, converting them into something tangible is complicated for the U.S., and particularly now, given the split in the Congress, and we have a House of Rep- Representatives that is dominated by Republicans. So, at, at, you know, as long as there is, bi- if, if there is bipartisan support for the U.S. administration or the Biden administration's engagement with the region, then that would be good. Otherwise, it's going to be a challenge for for the White House. 
Mm, yes, considering uh, America's divided politics um, for the last, well, quite quite some time. Um, if you are just tuning in to Pacific Beat, we're talking about, well, this this sort of tidbit that we had in this communique that kind of came out of the Micronesian Leaders Summit that mentioned that of a planned visit by the U.S. President Joe Biden to the region. There's some speculation that might mean that um, Mr. Biden will visit Cook Islands during the PIF Leaders Summit later this year. Um, I guess this morning is Dr. Tarsisius Kabut Taolaka from the University of Hawaii. We're talking about what the significance of that meeting might be. Um, but uh, Tarsisius, this isn't the only meeting. Um, the Micronesian leaders will next be meeting up in Suva with other Pacific leaders for a special Pacific Islands Forum leading leaders meeting. I, I wanted to turn into some of the politics in play there. Now, these Micronesian leaders, of course, had that, you know, a bit of a tiff with the rest of the Pacific Islands Forum. They left temporarily. Now they're all back on board, including Kiribati being the last player that's back back into its membership. They've said they want Nauru's candidate to be the next forum secretary general. We expect that to be part of discussions during the special leaders meeting happening in a few weeks. What do you make of that? Do you think this is something that they they might get that they um, or, or that will they be met by a bit of pushback from forum members? So my my understanding is that uh, an, an understanding has been reached between the other forum island countries and the Micronesian countries that as of next year, 2024, uh, the leadership or the Secretary General of the Pacific Islands Forum position will be taken on by a Micronesian. Uh, and we've seen in the communique that came out uh, that they are supporting Nauru's candidacy for the position. My understanding also is that the current Secretary General, Henry Puna, uh, has decided to step down as of next year after his first term lapses. Uh, and so I see a transition to one of the Micronesian countries taking on the Secretary General of the forum. And uh, as we know, uh, Nauru has been nominated or Nauru's candidacy has been supported by the Micronesian countries. Mm, yes, so I guess that's expected um, to happen. Uh, and as, as I mentioned, Kiribati is also back in the fold after its, well, quite dramatic exit last year. Um, do you think that might change dynamics? Will Kiribati be looking to gain something um, as a result of its return? Yeah, I think also in the communique, there is that agreement that the office, the, the regional office in the Northern Pacific will be in Kiribati. Uh, and so what we are seeing is that the Micronesian countries are asserting themselves at the regional level. And they're, you know, the biggest part of that is them mobilizing at the sub-regional level. And we've seen very proactive and assertive actions by the Micronesian countries, which is good. Uh, and this will, I think, facilitate their participation at the regional level. Uh, and so a good thing for Micronesia, and hopefully, you know, it will lead to a better cooperation amongst the regional countries. Yes, very interesting to see how these meetings all unfold. Uh, Dr. Kabutalaka, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for having me. And that was Dr. Tassisius Kabutalaka from the University of Hawaii speaking there.